I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you the story of a man who established not one, but two Anglican mission societies. A man who helped reform the brutal conditions in both English and American prisons, and did all of it mostly behind the scenes. This is the story of Thomas Bray. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution and comfort. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of His Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 116 on page 423 of the prayer book. I love the Lord because he heard the voice of my prayer, because he inclined his ear to me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me, and the pains of the grave laid hold of me. I suffered trouble and sorrow. I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech you, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Indeed, our God is full of compassion. The Lord preserves the simple. I was in misery, and he helped me. Turn again to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has rewarded you. You have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, and therefore I will speak. I am greatly troubled. I said in my haste, All men are liars. What shall I give unto the Lord for all the benefits that he has done unto me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord in the presence of all his people. 
Dear in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have broken my bonds asunder. I will offer you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord in the sight of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, even in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is often the case that the most lasting and significant ministry happens away from the spotlight, often behind the scenes. Let me tell you the story of Thomas Bray. He was born in 1656 in the village of Martin in County Shropshire, western England, on the border of Wales. He was educated at the renowned Oswestry School and later Oxford, receiving both a bachelor's and master's degree. Thomas was ordained as a priest in the Church of England. He was curate in the town of Bridgenorth, became chaplain to a noble family in the neighboring country of Warwickshire, and was appointed parish priest in the small village of Lee Marston. And it was there in rural Warwickshire that Bray first began to realize the great need for theological education and resources, books, for country priests who often lacked any access to libraries. In 1690, at the age of 34, he was appointed rector of a larger church in the city of Birmingham and began his work on a series of books called Catechetical Lectures. And it was the first volume of these books that caught the attention of the Bishop of London, Henry Compton, who asked Bray to travel to the American colony of Maryland and to help oversee the Church of England work there. So, in 1699, at the age of 43, Thomas sailed across the Atlantic to the American colonies, along with two priests whom he had recruited to accompany him. Arriving in the colony of Maryland, he was appalled at the state of the church he found there. The church was poorly organized, and like much of rural England, full of undereducated clergy. Though he was only in Maryland less than three months, Thomas got the church in the colony reorganized. He created a more thorough system for examining ordination candidates. He advocated for better treatment for blacks and Native Americans. He started work on a system of parochial schools for children and started a new organization focused on the education of clergy and laity called the Society for the Promotion of Christian Knowledge, or the SPCK, and founded 17 libraries. Yes, he did all of this somehow in three months. Thomas returned to England to recruit clergy who could be sent back to the colonies to do ministry. As well, through the SPCK, he began shipping books to libraries he was establishing. The SPCK established 39 libraries in the colonies and 80 libraries in rural England. And this wasn't enough for Thomas. Wanting to send even more missionaries, he founded another society, the Society for the Propagation of the Gospel, the SPG, for which he was able to secure a royal charter. Then in 1706, at age 50, Thomas became the rector of St. Boltoff's Allgate and was beloved as an effective parish priest especially dedicated to the catechizing of children. While serving at St. Boltoff's, 
Thomas became heavily involved in reforming the horrific conditions of English prisons. He began weekly beef and beer dinners on Sundays within the local prisons and began advocating for improved conditions. His influence on prison reform, especially finding alternatives to debtor's prison, extended even into the American colonies. Thomas's legacy lives on today in both the SPG and the SPCK. These societies continue the work that he began. One of his contemporaries referred to Thomas as a great small man. And that's exactly what he was. For he tirelessly devoted his life to work that was often administrative and behind the scenes, much of which went unseen. Work that did not bring him great publicity or acclaim, but instead brought immense benefit to the church of his own day and of generations to come. When I think of Thomas Bray's life, I think of Jesus' words in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, this behind-the-scenes secret life before God. Jesus says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, Sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they've received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. This is the story of Thomas Bray, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. 
Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with prayer number 45 on page 660 of the prayer book, a collect for those who serve others. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, whose blessed Son came not to be served, but to serve, we ask you to bless all who, following in his steps, give themselves to the service of others. Endue them with wisdom, patience, and courage, that they may strengthen the weak and raise up those who fall, and being inspired by your love may worthily minister to the suffering, the friendless, and the needy. For the sake of him who laid down his life for us, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison. And I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.